Well, here I am, floating around in a big space of nothingness. <sighs> I'm bored. Welcome to Secrets for an Awesome Life. You ever see someone living a pretty awesome life and wonder, man, do they know secrets that I don't? Yes, yes they do. And this podcast is about those secrets. I'm your host, Joey Massio, a certified life coach who helps teens build self-confidence, develop social skills, and achieve their goals, or what I call becoming the hero of their own story. What's up, everyone? Guess what? My app is ready. Oh, I'm so excited. You can go right now and sign up for my brand new gamified mindset training program for teens, Sidekick to Hero. Go to app.sidekicktohero.com. Make sure you go on a desktop. It's not mobile ready right now, so you got to access it on your desktop. And if you access right now, if you go there right now, there is a launch special that I'm doing right now for a limited time. You can get 25% off of an annual membership for life. That's right. For as long as a team stays in the, uh, the program, Psychic to Hero, you'll get 25% off. So it's 180 bucks for a year. And this app, guys, is so crazy. It's robust. There are weekly live events that we do. You can watch those replays. There's a whole section of hero arenas where you, you can play through stages and learn all these mental resilience skills in the areas of headspace and emotions and relationships and objectives. And, and there's my podcast. You're listening to my podcast right now. My podcast is on there and you can listen to it there. Teens can listen to it there and then get points and coins in the app for listening to this. So that's cool. There's a lot there. It's going to be awesome. It's summer right now, and I know you guys are, are kicking around, doing stuff in between trips or whatever you're doing. Uh, go check out the app. Uh, there's a two-week free trial. You literally have no reason not to sign up for this right now. You have two weeks to test it out. If you don't like it, cancel if you know you're not going to use it then you can just cancel but uh i know you're going to love it uh, i put a lot of time and effort into making this something that teens can find very beneficial so go to app app.sidekicktohero.com on your chromebook or desktop laptop and sign up today and now episode 116 feeling empty Hey, dude, I noticed you've been kind of floating around this vacuum. Yeah, it, it kind of sucks. Well, I got three doors kind of floating over here that'll help you get out. Want to try one? Oh, sure. Yeah, getting out of this emptiness would be awesome. How do I uh, get over there? Kind of like swimming, you know, just just move your arms like like this. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's not... Yeah, yeah that looks more like you're doing the chicken dance. Hey, maybe if I give you a push. Here. Oh, okay, now we're just both spinning in place. Dude, vacuums are the worst! Yeah, vacuums are the worst. And by vacuum, I mean those moments when we just kind of feel empty. 
right? Uh, Maybe we feel hopeless sometimes. Now, you're probably not in a state uh, like this for an extended period of time. I mean, if you are, if you've been feeling empty inside for a long, long time, then seeing a therapist would be great. But if you're someone like me who occasionally, I just have these moments, these afternoons, these weekends of just kind of being blah and feeling empty inside, then this episode is for you. Today's secret for an awesome life is without meaning in your life, you will slip into what's called an existential vacuum. And that's probably what you're feeling. So existential vacuum is a fancy way of saying we don't really have a good answer to why we should do anything, right? Like, why does it even matter? When you don't have a good answer for that, then you slip into the vacuum, an existential one, where we're just kind of blobs of mass floating around pointlessly in a stupid, pointless space. Yeah, it can get real dark. But it's not even like it's just a vacuum full of emo kids or something. This can literally happen to anyone. Because one of the problems today that I'm finding when I'm working with my teen clients is that uh, a lot of teens don't have meaning in their lives. And, And that's because the places we all used to get meaning from, like meaningful meaning from, are kind of decaying and going away. Social media kind of is having a hand in that and a lot of other things. Uh, For a long time, meaning in our lives was derived from conventions, traditions, and values. But over the past 20, 40 years, everything has just changed so fast and so dramatically that all of those have been flipped on their heads. And now the meaning we're all kind of after is kind of what I talked about uh, in the previous week is that we're all kind of just looking for fun, as much fun as we can have, or as much power or popularity that we can get. And those motivations won't ever get us to real meaningful meaning. And here's the thing. As I've been studying this, the existential vacuum, I found out that a vacuum can lead us to three things. It's called the mass neurotic triad kind of sounds like a cool gang or something. Yeah, that's right. I'm in a mass. I'm, I'm in the mass neurotic triad. Don't mess with us. Right? But here's the, uh, here's the three things that make up the mass neurotic triad, aggression, addiction, and depression. Now I know each one of those is like real serious. You're like, dude, Joey, man, like I, I don't have any of those three things, but I think all three of these things are actually found in our lives on some level for everybody. Let's take a look at each. First, aggression. So aggression isn't just acting like Superman on red kryptonite or like the Hulk smashing everything in sight. It can be as simple as just kind of being a jerk to your family or always being mad about certain things or being unnecessarily mean or rude. I guess being mean or rude is kind of always unnecessary in my opinion. But um, for a lot of teens, it shows up as being snarky or sarcastic all the time. So that sounds a lot more like 
the normal people walking around than just, oh man, he, he struggles with aggression over there where he's punching walls. It's not just a punch in the walls. It's also kind of just being snarky and sarcastic. Next, addiction. This doesn't just mean cocaine or something or alcohol. Uh, for most teens, addiction is just a habit of not letting a craving go unanswered. Like, we're not very good at wanting something that's right there and not taking it. Whether it's ice cream, bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos, right? And it can look like scrolling on social media or watching YouTube all day. Well, I got nothing else to do. My phone's right there. I mean, I might as well. Look, I got a notification. I, I need to see what that notification is all about. And you have this compulsion to just be on your phone. Maybe it's playing video games until the wee hours of the morning, you know, and, and you play it so long that it kind of stops becoming fun anymore, but you, you just got to get that next accomplishment in the video game. Right now I'm playing Breath of the Wild uh, Zelda uh, with uh, my son. We haven't played. I know it came out five years ago, but uh, we, we play that together. And uh, man, we both feel that where we're like, oh, we just got to do the next thing and the next thing. And my wife's like, guys, you're done. And I'm like, no, but, but the next thing. And uh, it, it's tough to put it down. Um, also looking at porn is something that uh, I coach teens and young adults on across the age spectrum from 12 to 26. Uh, and that's just something that people do today. And the world is just like, yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, and it's not fine. I don't think porn has a place in a teen's life, really in, in anybody's life. Uh, but so all those things together uh, kind of illustrate that uh, on some level, addiction is kind of in our lives. Uh, again, we might not need to be checked into rehab or anything like that, but uh, it's there. And lastly, that depression. So depression doesn't have to mean the clinical kind of depression or having suicidal thoughts, uh, though that is happening to uh, teens. And uh, I always encourage teens who are in that category, go see a therapist, go get, you know, maybe get some medication or something that will help you on that. But I know for a lot of teens that I talk to, especially my clients, it's just kind of like this, you know, constant hum of hopelessness, you know, that that's just in the background there, you know, thinking things that are just never going to work out for us, you know, even feeling unmotivated from time to time where you just don't feel like doing things very often. Well, I would do my homework. I just, I don't know. I just don't see the point in that. And sometimes it's just this kind of sinking feeling in our chest for seemingly no reason. That's just always there, but we make do. We're like, yeah, you know what? Like I'm fine. I get by, like I'm a happy go lucky person. People see me out there. I'm doing fine. But we also feel this kind of low level depression. So if all three of these things, aggression, addiction, or depression are showing up on our lives on some level, and it's because we live in a meaningless vacuum during those times, how do we get out of it? Well, famous psychiatrist, Viktor Frankl, I'm studying his work this summer, all this summer, I'll be talking about meaning and such. Uh, he said that there are three things we can do to add meaning to our lives. Those are the three doors floating in space from the story earlier on. So let's quickly go over them. First, he says meaningful work. Now I know 
I just said uh, the four letter word work. We hate that word. But if you are experiencing this existential vacuum, well, I would say it's because you don't have any meaningful work going on in your life. And how is that going for you? Is that working for you? I know it seems counterintuitive. Like, that's never going to work. Wait a minute. I'm feeling down, depressed or whatnot. You want me to go get, get some work done, do some work of some kind? Uh, Joey, that's stupid. But meaningful work is proven to bring happiness to someone's life. When we avoid work and we devalue work and overvalue pleasure, that is literally the cause of addictions. Nope, don't want to do work. Uh, it's all about pleasure. Uh, that's the most important thing that leads us to constantly being on our phones or playing video games. But finding meaningful work directly combats our addictive behaviors, which is one of the three mass neurotic triad, right? So do service for somebody else. Become a teen entrepreneur or work you know, as an employee for someone else and start saving up money for something important or fun or a, a trip, whatever it is, that will add meaning. You've probably experienced that. Oh, dude, I got to buy the new switch or whatever, right? So I'm going to work real hard and save up money. You don't feel depressed or you're not in the vacuum during that time because you have something that you're working towards. So spend time creating that. That can be meaningful work like writing. I love to write, you know, doing some drawing or some painting, start projects in your house or with other people. There's literally nothing more fulfilling than a good day of meaningful work. So get some of that in your life. The second thing, second door to leave the vacuum Victor Frankl calls it encounter someone. Now, that's how he puts it, but it just means spend time creating connections with the important people in your life. Parents, siblings, friends, mentors. Yes, parents. <laughs> that's a really important connection. You're going to have your whole life. Nobody cares more about you in the whole world than your parents. Guaranteed. Even if it doesn't seem like that. Now, and also a meaningful connection or encountering someone could be dating. If you're someone who's mature enough to date, I don't necessarily put a specific age on that, but the maturity level needs to be there if you're going to start, you know, giving your heart to other people and letting them either drop it and step on it or throw it away or like whatever. So you have to have a certain maturity level to date, but encountering someone going on multiple dates, right? With lots of people that is encountering someone. We often want to separate ourselves from others especially when we feel down. Let's put our AirPods in, kind of sit in our room, just kind of distance. That's just going to cause us to go further into the vacuum, into the empty feeling. But building meaningful relationships will, duh, add meaning to your life. And it directly combats aggression, which is that other part of the mass neurotic triad. Right? That's trying to get power over other people instead of connecting with them. So third, Frankel says the third door, right, of getting out of the existential vacuum, of not feeling empty inside, is picking a powerful attitude toward unavoidable suffering. Now, it's not avoid unavoidable suffering. Some suffering is just unavoidable. And sorry, teens, but a lot of unavoidable suffering happens in our teenage years, and we're not in control of a lot of things. Dating, like I mentioned, is kind of crazy. And uh, we got to do school and that sucks. And, you know, a lot of stuff. 
happens in our teen years that causes suffering that's just unavoidable. You can be negative about it, or you can take it on as a challenge. So part of what is shaping you into the awesome adult that you'll become one day is your unavoidable suffering that, that we go through. View it as like this, um, this thing that you get to, to pass through. What's that called? Your uh, coming of age experience. You know, if you can view it like that purposefully, that will directly combat the depression that you might feel or that just low level hopelessness by adding meaning to your suffering. So if you want to get out of the existential vacuum, if you want to stop feeling empty inside, then you can just do these three things. Stop playing video games and scrolling social media and start engaging in meaningful work. You, you can still play video games and whatnot, but uh, after meaningful work. Second thing, stop withdrawing from people with snarky comments and build connections with them instead. And lastly, stop thinking negatively about suffering and start finding the meaning in it. So if you do all that, you'll be sucked right out of that vacuum or, or you'll be pulled out or, or uh, spewed or I, I don't know how the science of all that works. Teens, do you want to be more confident? Do you want to be better at talking to others? Do you want to finally start working out or staying ahead of your schoolwork? Then you've got to switch into hero mode. And the best way to do that is to join my brand new gamified mindset training program just for teens, Sidekick to Hero. It's like YouTube and video games had a baby, but that baby doesn't waste your time. It helps you become happier and more successful in your real life. Grab a parent and check it out at app.sidekicktohero.com.